You're listening to the Miami Guides podcast. This is still very new. So, I mean, we're still learning a lot about it. And I mean, even just the whole market is going through different cycles that um, are establishing, you know, what is the real value of something. So, um, but we're finding it pretty fascinating because um, there's some artists that have made over a million dollars already. I mean, there's this one in particular named Beatle. Hey everyone, what's going on? It's Mike. Welcome back to another episode of the Miami Guides podcast. Today we have two guests on the show. It's about two sisters who have transformed the Upper Wynwoods art scene. Danielle and Michelle Pino. Well, they are the co-founders of the Wynn 317 Gallery. They're working with local and world-famous artists and putting a spotlight on Miami's unique urban landscape. In this interview, we talked about what inspired them to start Win 317 and what Winwood was like in the beginning. We also talked about the importance of art for Miami and where they think the industry is going, or the future of art. And something that I'm really excited about is NFT art. NFT stands for non-fungible token. It's basically digital art or some also might say crypto art. It's connected on the blockchain platform and it enables artists to track their work and also to capitalize on their work. Well, stay tuned. Don Danielle and Michelle have an inspiring story I can't wait to share with you. Okay, Michelle and Danielle, thank you so much for being thank on the you show. Thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah, I'm really uh, interested in uh, hearing more about uh, how you guys started, uh, hear your story about the gallery. Uh, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to start Win 317 and, and, what, and why did you start it? Okay, so uh, Win 317 got started um i was in the nursing field and i realized it wasn't my true calling and that art had been my main passion since i was a child and uh our father he was a lawyer but he was also an artist and a writer he he wrote many books and created paintings so he would often take us both to museums art exhibitions, artist studios, and to visit other creatives and intellectuals within the Miami cultural realm. So as we got older, um, the urban arts, such as murals, graffiti, and street art caught our eye and made us wonder the process and ideas along with the adrenaline that goes into uh, creating such monumental works of art. So as we got older, um, we remember a specific memory uh, visiting Los Angeles. It was about 2005 and we were on a tour of the city and um, we drove past this epic Shepherd Ferry uh, Obey mural that caught our eye. 
And the very next day, we rented a car to explore the city some more. And we just had to go back and take one last look. We were so mesmerized. Uh, somehow, a city we had never visited, we managed to retrace our steps back there. And then when um, we went to England and Ellen and I took a sister's trip, we went in 2012 and she dragged me on a street art tour of Shoreditch. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Why would we ever do this? And it ended up being my favorite part of the trip. That's where I started to love street art. And, um, you know, we saw works by Roa, Invader, Benign, and of course, last but not least, Banksy. So um, on the plane ride back, you know, and then I was sitting there, she um, just, um, that's, you know, where she thought about the trip and everything. And that's where the conception of 1317 was formed. Wow. Sounds, sounds like an amazing story. And yeah, you followed your father's uh, footsteps uh, so to here. So, so you guys are in, in Winwoods, right in the middle of the open art gallery. No, let me t correct you. I'm sorry, but actually we were in Winwood. We opened in 2013. Um, you know, we decided because uh, street art was so big in Winwood, and there wasn't really a marketplace for street art alone or for these artists to exhibit their works. So we decided that would be the perfect location for us to open. And we did open there. We had a little 400 square foot place for five years. And then um, we, you know, after five years of it going so well, we decided we were ready to purchase something. And of course, as you know, Wynwood is getting very expensive. So we had to move a little bit north. We bought a building two miles, about two miles north. We're on 2nd Avenue and 44th Street which is now considered Buena Vista. It's right between Midtown and Little Haiti. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know Buena Vista as well. So what do you remember about the early days in Wynwoods? Um, it was a little sketchy, a little dangerous. Um, you know, we used to have to lock ourselves in the gallery because uh, I think Danelle was there once and she saw somebody get mugged right outside of the gallery. Um, but uh, what what I mainly remember was that Winwood was a, a playground for all the street artists, um, you know, putting wee piece up and just tagging everywhere they could see the sidewalks, just putting their names out there for people to, to recognize. And it was every basil. It was like a reunion. Artists from all over the world would come. And, and for me, it's some of my best memories. I mean, we would just go exploring the whole week and see at all hours, people painting murals, people, you know, painting on sidewalks, anywhere they could paint, they were just painting. Yeah. It's, it grew immensely. I mean, over the years, um, and I think also artists with art basil is really, uh, yeah. What makes Miami unique. I don't know any other place in the world that you have so, so many street arts in one area. So I think that's uh, yeah, really what makes uh, Miami so special. Uh, so how how important uh, do you think art? Yeah, what art has done for Miami? Well, what do you think? Art Basel brings more than seventy five thousand people a year. So you know, with those people, they end up spending around or more than thirteen million on hotels and meals other vacation expenses. So definitely it's brought a lot of money to the city. 
Um, there's been a rise in real estate values, gentrification of neighborhoods, of course, like we were just talking about Wynwood. Um, I mean, it used to be all warehouses and abandoned buildings. And now it's it's just like the hotspot. You know, it's where everybody goes to eat, to, to see art, to, to dance, to listen to music. So it really has transformed people's lives. I think, I mean, it brings so much joy. Yeah, so... Um, art, so I feel like art has made Miami one of the epicenters of the U.S. art market alongside New York City, Chicago, and L.A. But uh, aside from that, uh, murals, graffiti, and street art have become a staple within the Miami culture. Yeah, and we definitely have also a lot of uh, local artists. Yes. Well, yeah, right? when we first started the gallery, our focus actually was local artists and um I mean, since then, we've started working with a lot of international artists. But yeah, Miami is full of wonderful artists. And our focus is still, till this day, working with the locals and, and uh, yes. Yeah. So, so who are uh, some of your uh, f- you know, favorite local artists in Miami? So some of our favorites are Atomic, which I know um, you've interviewed before. We have um, a workshop coming up with him in May. Um, Ivan Roque, he's, uh, we've seen his growth since the very beginning. Um, Diana Didi Contreras, we have a solo show coming up with her in August. Um, Adrian. Adrian Avila, another artist who also has his first solo show here opening on May 22nd. Um, Ernesto Marange, uh, also a local Miami artist who we had um, his first solo show with us. And now he has um, a wall in the Wynwood Wall. So we've been, you know, working with him since the very beginning of his art career. And um, just to name a few more uh, registered artists. Um, Nathy and yes. And okay, so can you tell us a little bit about your your art gallery? What uh, what makes Win Three One Seven so unique? So Win Three One Seven mostly gives a home within South Florida and abroad for the urban arts. Aside from the gallery, we have an artist residency above our gallery space, which allow our artist friends to come and create and make themselves at home within a visually stimulating environment. We have a lot of murals on our property. Um, and we also, as of recently, began doing uh, monthly movie screenings uh, of various you know, art films and artist-led workshops, especially during these times, which brings the community together, creating new avenues to be able to express themselves with these newly found skills. We have um, the part of the reason we we bought this space is because we have a great outdoor space, which is perfect right now because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're finding that people really want to get out of their houses. They're tired of being home yeah. and they want to be able to do family friendly events. So we've been doing once a month on a Saturday from one to four o'clock. We pick a different artist and a different style of, of art, you know, um, for Valentine's, we did stencil art, Valentine making, cool. and that was a registered artist. And then this month we have Katie Hirschfeld coming to do a collaging class. She's a famous collage artist. 
And these classes are all outside. So we set up tables that are, you know, we space them out so that people feel comfortable, mask required, of course. And it's, you know, available to anybody. So families come, groups of friends, and people really love it. Nice. Sounds sounds amazing. Uh, so uh, can you tell us something about, uh, well, there are so many artists these days. Uh yeah, what are some of the, the main challenges for uh, artists today, especially uh, during these times? So I feel like uh, first and foremost, um, finances and maybe mental health are the biggest challenges. It's not easy creating art and adding the stress of money and paying bills on top of that, uh, that it makes it especially difficult. Being able to make it a career and have to deal with the business aspect of it puts a lot of stress on the artist or can put a lot of stress on the artist. Therefore, it affects their creative output and even the quality of their work. Yeah, I think a lot of times artists um, are asked to do things for exposure only. You know, people tend to take advantage of artists, unfortunately. And, um, you know, sometimes if, if it's a good job or it's something big, it could be worthwhile. But a lot of times I feel like the artist doesn't have the confidence to um, say no to, um, to a certain, you know, job or something because they don't want to lose it. There'll be another artist that'll come and do it for free. And, uh, and when it could have been something good for them and for their career. Where, where do you see the the future going for artists and uh, especially Winwoods? Where do you see it uh, going, growing even more, or, or what do you expect? Yes. Well, something interesting that we've been seeing lately is um, NFTs. Oh, okay. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, actually, with, that's yeah, actually one of my questions. Uh, but uh, yeah, while well, you started, uh, yeah, tell me more about it. So. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, this is still very new. So, I mean, we're still learning a lot about it. And I mean, even just the whole market is going through different cycles that um, are establishing, you know, what is the real value of something. So, um, but we're finding it pretty fascinating because um, there's some artists that have made over a million dollars already. I mean, there's this one in particular named Beeple who painted something every day for 13 years and um, now his work is selling for what hundreds of thousands, you know? Yeah. So he had never sold a piece of uh, work um, before, and a digital work. He created a digital work every single day for 13 years, and um, now through the NFT format, he's making a killing through it. And the whole system in itself is incredible. Never in our lives did we think that artists would be able to finally make a living through the secondhand market, making royalties off their work. Yeah. So the, the cool thing about NFTs is that, you know, a lot of artists complain that now they'll sell a piece of art and they never know where it is. And they once it, um, the value grows, they never reap the benefits. You know, they, that's it. You know, that they sell it for whatever they sell it for. And that's it. But now with the NFTs they are coded to allow the original creator to collect money each time the token is traded. So they continue. It, it gives the artist power and control over their work. Yeah, I think this, uh, well, I've been yeah reading up to it, following the news, and I think it's definitely very interesting, especially for the artists to uh, 
yeah, capitalize on on their art eventually. We're actually we're working with uh, Gabriel Jimenez, Gigi. He's a local artist also, and um, he recently released some NFTs. They sold out within like twenty seconds. And now um, they keep selling on the secondary market and, and he's lucky enough to be making 10% royalties every time they sell. Um, so we're in the process of, he's the one that's been teaching us a lot about this and we're working with him. We're going to have on March 19th, a panel discussion at the gallery where we're going to have different panelists. We're going to have somebody from the digital world come and talk, somebody from the gallery world, an artist, you know, to talk about where we see art going. And then we're also planning the first ever in Miami group exhibition, NFT, where we're going to see, we're still, it's in the works, but we're going to see how we can put the digital works on screens in the gallery so that people can see. Okay. That's good. That's so cool. Well, you're really ahead of times. So, uh, I think this is really uh, an amazing time to be in. Uh, so I see you have uh, an exhibition at the moment. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your latest exhibition? Yeah, so right now we're showing, um, it's called Pantheon. And it is a group show of artists from Europe. Um, we have Insane51, who's from Greece. We have Does, who is from the Netherlands. Valin, who's from Spain. Arsic and Erase, who are from Bulgaria, Seik, who's from Greece, and Aix, who's from Ireland. And um, this is a show that we've been working on for a year. Uh, um, the artists were all supposed to be here. They were going to stay at the apartment above the gallery and paint murals here. But unfortunately, with the pandemic, none of them were able to make it. The artworks made it. They're gorgeous. I highly recommend you come see it. Um, then all you want to so yeah basically these are a group of elite artists that lead the charge in their respective genre amazing and, and from all uh, yeah all over the world coming together in Wynwood well that's uh, well I think you guys are doing an amazing job uh, where can uh, people follow you or learn more about Win317 so our Instagram is at Win317, it's W-Y-N-317. And uh, we're also on Facebook, same. And uh, our website is win317.com and on Twitter at win317. Okay. Uh, well, one last question. What does win317 stands for? Uh, so this is funny. Since um, we decided to open the gallery it was like one of those things that, you know, she wasn't happy in nursing school. I was an assistant regional counsel at the time. I wasn't happy with my job. Um, so we kind of just did it. I, I think it was like within a week, you know, then I was like, we're going to do this. She found a place in Wynwood, got it rented and we put a show together like within a couple of weeks. Um, so Win is short for Wynwood. And 317 is actually just the first, middle, and last of the zip code. 33127. So it's not that exciting, just what we came up with. And um, everything that she said, yeah, everything just fell into piece like a, like a perfect puzzle piece for us. 
Well, that's amazing. You guys are uh, doing an amazing job helping out artists and uh, already being ahead of time with uh, NFT arts. Well, I'm lo really looking forward to uh, come and watch your exhibitions and uh, hear more about you guys. Thank, thank you so much. We look forward to having you. Yes, we do. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Miami Guide podcast as much as we enjoyed creating it. Well, you can find more information about our guest in the show notes. And if you haven't subscribed to our show yet, please take out your phone right now and subscribe to the Miami Guide podcast so that you don't have to miss another show. All of our episodes are also on our website, themiamiguide.com. And I would love to hear your feedback about the episodes. I appreciate if you'd leave me a review on iTunes. Well, we have more episodes coming up. We're brewing with ideas, stories and content we can't wait to share with you. Well, once again, my name is Mike. And I'm here to inspire you with amazing stories, capturing the vibes of Miami and help you discover the magic of this city. You can follow us online everywhere as The Miami Guide on Instagram, Facebook and our website themiamiguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode.